escaped to the edges of Peloponnese and discovered Dexamenes, a luxury seaside resort by the Ionian coast offering a boutique venue experience. Few minutes from the famous mythological ancient Olympia, this post-war winery was transformed into a barefoot luxury eco-conscious resort on one of the most unspoiled stretches of coastline in the western Peloponnese. Have you ever stayed in a wine tank? Visit dexamenes.com or call 0030-697-252-1806. Welcome to Elwet Talks, the first podcast about destination weddings in Greece. My name is Sanya, the founder of Elwet Magazine, and I will be your host today. Join me in today's interview with Elizabeth Cascanti, a wedding celebrant who writes, creates and performs wedding ceremonies for couples all over Greece. Originally from the UK, Elizabeth found her passion as a wedding celebrant after working in the tourism and property management on the island of Rhodes where she lives today. In 2015, her life path led her to meet a friend who introduced her to this career where Elizabeth trained with the Fellowship of Professional Celebrants. With over five years of experience in working as a celebrant and conducting wedding ceremonies all over Greece, she considers each of her wedding ceremonies a unique accomplishment in itself. In addition to that, Elizabeth prides herself to have a ninja-like ability to really get the couple, what makes them tick as a couple, and more importantly, what makes them firmly believe that they will continue in the absolute knowing that they are right for each other. She loves to incorporate Greek wedding traditions in a secular way in her ceremonies. She especially enjoys working with multicultural couples as there are always so many cultural and symbolic elements to explore and properly weave into the ceremony. In this episode, we will talk about those traditions, tips on best locations and what a celebrant can do for your wedding in Greece. Let's get started! Hello, Elizabeth, and welcome to Elwed Talks. We are so excited to, you can join us. And um, we know I know you personally from before, from our meetings, from our coffee clubs that we do in Athens and from wedding circles. It was lovely that you were able to attend. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about your story? What do you do? Uh, how you came to Greece, obviously you're not Greek, <laughs> so um, just tell us how your life path led you to to become uh, a wedding celebrant in Greece. Hi Sonia, thank you very much for having me, it's a real honour to be asked and it's a, always a pleasure oh, to, to have a chat with you. Uh, missing our coffee mornings of course, um, missing coffee in general mm. actually to be honest, but yeah, <laughs> so how I came to Greece, well I originally came to Greece as a holiday rep um, many many years ago, nearly actually nearly 30 years ago now which is quite scary, so um, yeah first came to the island of Rhodes and then worked on various other islands in between. Um, I, my journey to becoming a wedding celebrant happened about five years ago, so after my interim years of uh, of after being a holiday rep and becoming a wedding celebrant I mm -hmm. set up a, a few businesses um, which was inspired by the fact that when I met my husband uh, I was kind of pulled into working in the family business which is um, kind mm -hmm. of rental rooms a holiday uh, mm -hmm. hotel here here 
sides and it's a very big family and very many opinions and I just thought oh I, I can't I can't deal with this so um the only way out of it was to kind of set up my own business and so I exactly what I did it was a time when many um foreigners uh, mostly British people were buying holiday homes here mm-hmm. in 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 Rhodes it was a massive property boom and um, yeah, I quite liked the idea that I would be able to look after people's houses for them. And then that led on to, to renting them um, as, as villa holiday lets. And that led me on to uh, set up my own travel agency and uh, specifically to be a specialist villa, Greek villa uh, rental company. Then, of course, we had the big financial crisis. The crux for me was, yeah, uh, yeah 2015, um, which was just a, a horrible, horrible year. And I was, you know, yeah. very concerned about the fact that I was holding on to a lot of money that wasn't actually my money because obviously it was people's deposits for their holiday that were then needed to be paid to the owners but I was holding on to this money for quite an interim period so that kind of really panicked me and I kind of thought I really need to I don't know I need to do something move out of this this field of work and find something a little bit less stressful and uh, then uh, a lady came across my path called Julia Chaka who's now a very very good friend Mm -hmm. of mine and she was a wedding celebrant and I'd never ever even heard of a wedding celebrant I had Mm. no idea what one was that this kind of thing was available and um, we just got chatting and she told me all about it she told me how you know her job was to write uh, the wedding ceremony the actual ceremony words for the couple and this you know all these opportunities and possibilities that could be within this wedding ceremony because it was something that was kind of totally unregulated by religion or by you know by le- the legalese that has to be kind of used in in a in a civil wedding ceremony so i was really excited by that and i thought yeah this is something that i can do because i love writing um i love traveling especially within greece and i just love people and their stories I love um hearing about how people meet and connect and you know the funny things in life that throws people into our paths and you know none more so than when you meet the kind of person that you intend to spend the rest of your life with so yeah yeah, so that's how I ended up becoming um a, a wedding celebrant and you know this journey kind of started five years ago when I first met Julia mm-hmm. and yeah, and ever since then, I've been fascinated by my own growth, both as a celebrant and my kind of personal growth as well, and the, the path that it's it's led me down, and the amazing people that I've met, and the you know the places that I've visited to perform wedding ceremonies. It's just been incredible. That's an amazing story, and yeah, we all kind of started with the crisis. I say that. When there's a crisis, like you, you there's a chance to reinvent always, yourself. Always, yeah. So, always opportunity yeah. in a crisis. Absolutely, yeah. yeah and and absolutely. who knows what will come out of this latest one? You know, in, in the wedding world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to I see. see a lot of. Uh, I see a lot of um, in reinventions in many different uh, fields, and it's nice to see the creative people are striving and you know inventing new stuff and new ways and new new fun exciting things yeah absolutely it doesn't all have to be kind of doom and gloom I mean obviously it's very very upsetting 
and disappointing yeah. for couples that wanted to get married. But, you know, as you say, yeah, I mean, and creatives are innovative in in people yeah. and, you know, it's evolution, isn't it? We have to change and evolve, yeah, otherwise exactly. what's the point? Exactly. That's how we grow, exactly. all of us. Yeah, exactly. So can you tell us a little bit more about what the celebrant does, um, like on the day of the wedding or how do the couples find you or, uh, you know, okay, we will, you will tell us later where they can find you, but um, like, who are your couples? Uh, what do they ask from you? What is your process of working with them? And then on the day of the wedding, what happens? Um, that's a lot of questions. Okay. <laughs> Let me start at the beginning. How do my couples find me? Most of my couples find, so it kind of depends where they're from. So I have a lot of Australian and I have a lot of American couples as well who, oh, who often have kind of a heritage in, in Greece. So Americans mm -hmm. and Australians are very familiar with the concept of a celebrant and what they do. And mm -hmm. uh, many, many um, weddings are, are performed by celebrants in America and Australia. Um, and they actually have the, the power to legally marry people uh, oh, there, really? which obviously is not something that's um, happening in Europe at the moment. So we can only, as yeah. celebrants, we can only do the ceremony part. You have to go on to the, to the municipality um, or, or in your own municipality in your own country to do the legal part um mm -hmm. so they find me usually on google because you just do a google search wedding celebrant greece and you know i come mm -hmm. up on the first page so yeah, yeah so most people find me directly through there and then they by reading through my website you know you can kind of get a good idea of the kind of ceremonies i do the kind of person that i am you know what i do and what i don't do and it kind of goes from there uk couples are not so familiar with the concept and british couples really? yeah it's it's starting to become a little bit more known and a little bit more popular in the uk but um mm. british celebrant uh, british couples are usually only kind of familiar with either going to a registry office or having a, a church wedding, or if they, they're completely non-religious and they're humanists, then, then they, they'll, they'll look for a humanist ceremony. So a couple of things kind of freak British people out when they come to get married in Greece and they don't mm -hmm. want to have um, a... In, 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 so obviously the civil ceremony in Greece is very, very short. It's, it's five minutes long. It's very perfunctory mm -hmm. and very impersonal. And, you know, you've kind of gone there all that way for your ceremony for, for five minutes of very, very impersonal words. And a lot of people, a lot of times yeah. don't know this. So sometimes they come across me by chance, by just kind of looking up wedding um, ceremonies in, in Greece. And they, they come across me and then they kind of reading my website, realize what I do. Sometimes they get recommended by wedding planners because... Um, obviously, if they're not having a religious wedding mm -hmm. um, and they don't want to just have the very simple civil ceremony, then the wedding planners will suggest that they look for a celebrant to have something a little bit more kind of personal. So celebrant as well is a very kind of broad term. As we've already established, a celebrant in, in Australia and in America can be something different to a celebrant in, mm -hmm. within Europe. Um, there are celebrants or people who call themselves celebrants here in Greece who aren't really what I would define a celebrant. For me, a celebrant is somebody who will meet you, will meet the couple, will get to know the couple and will effectively 
writes the whole ceremony with the personal information that they will collate from the couple. So this might be about kind of how they met, what their backgrounds are, what they are as individual people, how the proposal went down, you know, the dreams and aspirations for the future. Mm -hmm. And quite often in these days, we're doing uh, weddings between couples who are from very different cultural backgrounds, possibly religious backgrounds, and um, and, and mm -hmm. quite often from, from different countries. So within a celebrant ceremony, we can take elements from their backgrounds and their cultures, traditions from, you know, their, what, what they would be used to in their weddings and, and combine those and even tweak them a little bit to kind of make them resonate with the couple so that they get a ceremony that's really personal to them, that's delightful to mm -hmm. their guests because it's interesting and it's engaging and it'll make their guests laugh and cry and, you know, relive yeah. the love story of, of the couple, of the couple that they obviously love very much because they've travelled all this way to Greece to be at the wedding ceremony. So, yeah, more, more personal. So, so they get something that's really kind of personal to them. So, yeah, so most people find me either by accident either by recommendation mm -hmm. or or by knowing what they want and and seeking out a celebrant to do to do their wedding ceremony perfect uh so uh you meet the couple they like you they want to work with you what okay then? so yeah so, so <clears> usually <throat> obviously they approach me <clears throat> by um by contacting me through my website or by email and then i was asked to have <laughs> skype with them um or some kind of video call Ideally, it's lovely to meet them in, in person, but quite often, obviously, I'm here in Greece. Yeah. They're anywhere else in the world. So, uh, yeah, technology helps us out a lot there. So, yeah, we always like to have a, couple, a, a, a Skype call with the couple because it's really, really important that they like me and that they like, you know, the kind yeah. of style of ceremony that I do. And it's really important for me as well to like them. There has to be that kind of connection there. Yeah. We have to know that we're on the same page and that we, you know, that we can kind of go forward together because, you know, essentially they're sharing a lot of very intimate and very important mm -hmm. personal details with me, you know, about their deepest feelings and about, you know, the, the, these really life-changing yeah. events that have happened that have led them to their wedding ceremony so so yes it's really important that we get on that they like me and that I like them and then from there you know we take it forward I send them out um some very nosy questionnaires and mm -hmm. uh, so they, they fill out the first one together <laughs> and this kind of asks all the details of the structure of the ceremony so I want to know how they want to make their entrance do they want to come in it, for instance if it's a, a bride and a groom do they want the traditional way of the groom standing at the front and the bride being accompanied by her father or do they want something different you know um I've noticed that people are starting to want different things here I, I had yeah. one bride say look, you know, I met my husband as an independent woman in another country, so I guess I need to walk down the yeah. aisle as an independent woman, you know, rather than <laughs> on, on the arm of my, my dad. But so, yeah. yeah, so people are asking for different things. And, of course, you know, these uh, traditional formats of, of weddings don't suit um, gay couples. So if you have a, a two, yeah. two brides, then, yeah, who, who yeah. waits at the front and who gets walked down the aisle by their dad? You know, so we have to have this, and you know, with, with the two gay guys as well, you know, so we have to have this, yeah. uh, this flexibility and it's, 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 an wonder, it's a wonderful flexibility to have. So, yeah, so they fill out that first um, thing together, which kind of gives us a structure of the ceremony. And then they have an individual yeah. questionnaire, which they have to fill out 
that they that they shouldn't yeah. share with each other. So I'm going to ask them questions there. Yeah, really. And th- this this oh. is the real like interesting part of it because you ask <laughs> the couples how they met, and you can guarantee you'll get two different stories. Yeah, really? like people's memories. <laughs> memory, I sometimes think is 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 an illusion well, because. Well, obviously, men don't remember any You'd details. You'd be surprised, Danny. Be... Yeah, really? Like, I've had the most amazing, detailed recollection of when, yeah, oh my God. when um, for instance, it was a bride and groom, when the, when the groom first saw the bride. And then I would have a completely different scenario from the bride. It's just it's really fascinating yeah. how, how people remember these amazing. things. And so they're always really interesting and often funny details to kind of write into the wedding ceremony. Yeah. That is amazing. And so of you that you ask and that you remember these things, you know, that these things are important. Uh, as you say, there's always two yeah. sides of a story. So, yeah, this is really good. Uh, you really go deep yeah, into the really It's really lovely. I've been talking to some of my past couples recently and um, I've been asking them kind of about the, the process of, of, of what we went through when they were booking their wedding and when they were doing their ceremony and stuff. And they all said that um, filling out the questionnaires was like one of their favourite yeah. part because it made them oh, wow. remember and recall all those yep. moments and all those feelings like oh. all from the beginning of their relationship kind of leading up to where they were getting to on their wedding ceremony today so it was a, it was a really nice exercise for them to kind of remember all that yeah it's really nice beautiful and it really becomes more uh, as a ceremony becomes more meaningful more personal and more tailored yeah, to each couple absolutely but then you know so so this is important that the couples know that we're going to go into this kind of depth and that they have to be yeah. prepared to put the work yeah. in so they've got to sit down and put a couple of hours absolutely. aside to, to fill out those questionnaires and you know and one of the pieces of advice from a past couple um I asked them what they would what they would say to, to new couples wanting to work with me and they said wear your heart in your sleeve don't be afraid to share <laughs> you know all those details you know because the more details that people give me the more I can give in, in yeah. the ceremony yeah, absolutely. And then you write the ceremony yourself, like the story. Yeah, and the, so I will kind of have the, the, the structure. Speech. Most people want a kind of semi-traditional kind of structure where we have the welcome and then, then we'll go into the personal bits. Yeah. We might want to include reasons and stuff. So, yeah, so once we, we, we've kind of got them, got the bride and groom or the bride and bride or the groom and groom or whatever to the front of the aisle and we're ready mm-hmm. to start then, you know, that's when we'll, we'll, we'll start the ceremony with words that have been written, you know, for them and about them. Yeah, perfect. Um, so what would you say that inspires you in your business and in your daily life? What is some, something that is really important Just to you? Just people, people and, and their connections and people's love stories. Um, I love... I love weddings, like first time around weddings, because they have this lovely, shiny, yeah. new energy because, you know, it's people's, maybe yeah. it's their first love, you know, maybe it's their first marriage or something. But I also love um, doing couples that may be getting married for a second time for, for mm-hmm. you know, whatever reason, through divorce or through um, being <clears throat> widowed, because they're just bringing another whole 
chapter of stuff and yeah. connection and feelings to the table that you know is a yeah. rich source for for putting into their to their wedding ceremony and i love i love vow renewals yeah. too because vow renewals always have an incredible story behind them and so how lovely yeah. to repeat that story to say that story rather than just kind of you know nobody know that and then just having repeating some wedding vows <laughs> so yeah so i, I just love i love just love meeting people and I'm, I'm i'm probably a really nosy person some of my friends say that i'm an interrogator because i, I meet people <laughs> for the first time and i just kind of like ask questions that m- maybe some people wouldn't ask until they kind of knew someone really really well but you know people don't have to answer <laughs> i'm just really interested in what what makes people yeah. tick and what what attracts people you know together yeah, that's great. And I guess this uh, profession Absolutely. was uh, meant yeah, for you. Really. <laughs> yeah. that, or I should have been a psychologist or something, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, before, when you said about the vow renewals, do you get uh, many of those? And are they usually destination or local? or uh, And how, how who decides for that? Like they are married for a year, two years, five years, ten years? Oh, that's kind of entirely up go? to them. Um, I don't do very many. I, prob- I, I would do far more weddings than I do mm-hmm. vow renewals. But, but I, I, I do, yeah. probably do yeah. about three or four a year. Um, yeah, and they can be oh, anywhere as well. Um, I live in Rhodes, so more often than not, they're here. But they, they could be in other destinations in Greece as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the length of time they can they've been married is not the deciding factor as to when they renew their vows. Most people want to yeah. renew them because of of you know significant life events or or significant events uh-huh. in their marriage. Sometimes people have grown apart or had affairs or. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they've they've kind of found their way back to each other, or they may have been married mm-hmm. for a ridiculous amount of time, like thirty years or something. Yeah. You know, or, or sometimes it was people who maybe when they got married weren't in the position to have the kind of wedding that they wanted to have. You know, whether it's because of financial or because of family or what have you. So they then want to do a vow renewal yeah. so that they can then have yeah. that. Yeah, that's nice. They can have the ceremony that yeah. they wanted the first time round but couldn't. Yeah, that's amazing uh, opportunity and idea. I I never mm. thought of of that, but yeah, <laughs> that's good. Good to know. Um, so, what was your best experience uh, at the I wedding? I cannot tell you that. I can't. I, it's, there's just no one best experience. <laughs> I mean, they've they've all been amazing. I think because I, because of this process that people only work with me and I only work with people yeah. that we have this connection with there's never there's never been a yeah. kind of wedding where it's, it's been awful so they've all been amazing I mean okay was there the funniest one was there something super um, funny yeah, there have been funny bits in ceremonies that I've really enjoyed I think one of the uh-huh. most special ones I did was um in on the islands of Kithara yeah. where it was quite last minute mm. and um the setting was just really really special it was in a in a ruined castle which was kind of oh, more wow. like a more like a kind of fortification i suppose really it had lots of little houses and rooms and loads yeah. of churches which was all kind of a ruin and it was on the back doorstep of um an australian greek guy's family ancestral home yeah. and even though he'd been born and brought up in australia they came to greece every summer and spent the whole summer so he kind of grown up playing with his twin brother 
amongst the ruins of this castle and you know you know can you imagine being a young boy and having that as your playground I mean your imagination would just run riot and you had this really special beautiful connection with this place and he was just desperate for his wife to to become a part of it because it was so much a part of him and his life that he you know he wanted that for his for his wife yeah. as well and of course she loved it too and th- there were just really really beautiful elements in that ceremony and they were, they were such an amazing family as, as all, all the families are and it sounds like a cliche but they are the people yeah. I meet are just so amazing but it was lovely I love that because I love that emotional and physical connection to that place where the wedding ceremony was it was really nice it was really special Wow, that was amazing. That's an amazing story and really, really special. Uh, how did you like Kithera? Uh, we're seeing lots of destination weddings yeah, happening there beautiful. now. I didn't get a chance to have a really good look around because I didn't have a car when I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I was shown around by the family a bit, but I loved it. I, I mean, I'm, mm. I'm now following a few people on um, on Instagram who, who live in Kithera and do walking tours mm-hmm. and stuff there because I love yeah I love walking and um, the place is just amazing there's just so much history there and so so much beauty I mean the sunset that we had from where we were for the from the castle would would rival Santorini you know it was that incredible it was yeah it was really Really? beautiful I love those little (laughs) islands because they're not very well known and they're really kind of off the beaten track of the normal tourist trail yes so and and it's really lovely to have weddings there on the point because it's supporting local economies and communities because you know they don't have the mass tourism that places like Rhodes and Cree and Santorini yeah Yeah. I really like them and yeah literally I love anywhere like that that's kind of a bit off the beaten track and a little bit different nice so would you recommend Kitera for the couples or is there any other um, island or mainland location that you prefer in Greece that you would recommend um, to couples? I, 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 couples, I think the couple have to go with a place that resonates with them, that kind of likes them. So I really love uh-huh. greenery. I love trees. I love nature and I love to be near water. I really loved um, the Peloponnese because mm-hmm. I love the kind of mountains behind and the sea in front. Uh-huh. So I went to Stupa a couple uh-huh. of times last year and mm. um and you know the money and I loved it that that for me was a beautiful place oh, yeah. I'm not I, I love the the Cyclades because they have that kind of real quintessential Greek beauty with the whitewashed uh, stone and everything yeah but you know, yeah. for me the Cyclades can be a little bit problematic and then it's kind of sometimes often windy and you know so yeah yeah I like them, but true. Me, me personally, I love the greenery and I love kind of dramatic mountainscapes and um, and beautiful beaches and stuff. Oh, well. So, yeah, yeah. Peloponnese oh, definitely in- has incredible. a lot of gorgeous places. I love Parga. I love Lefkada, Kefalonia. Yeah, you know that that side of Greece is is amazing. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there are many nice places. That's why I ask everybody. Yeah, where, I mean, <laughs> where do you choose? their vision yeah <laughs> it's so difficult to choose for the location but um your your answer is really good like uh, yeah definitely, what resonates definitely. to the couple that's that's yeah yeah 
Uh, so what do you like about oh, weddings in Greece? Like? Come on, I mean, like, the sunshine is practically <laughs> guaranteed. The, the landscape's always beautiful. Yeah. And I think because, you know, pe- obviously people who are coming to my weddings, it's a destination wedding, so so people are, are kind of having a holiday as well. And so people is always, like, really, really super relaxed and, and happy and, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's lovely. And... Oh, it's just just the beauty of the place, and it that all kind of lends something, doesn't it, to the to the specialness of the day. Yeah, and I also think that hospitality is very much oh, uh, advanced. Yeah, and and the fact that um, kids are so yeah. welcomed and so loved here. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. weddings can be a little bit stiff and formal. Not my, not mine, of course, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah, the children are kind of like oh, you know, <laughs> a bit of pain in the neck, and they might cry or they might play loudly or what have you but you you never Mm. get that and you you never get that in you know whether it's the reception afterwards or or you know on the wedding day itself Mm -hmm. kids are just such a massive part of family I mean practically worshipped aren't they kids here you know so so that's a really really lovely thing there's also you know so many Greek traditions that you can incorporate into the wedding itself and into the wedding ceremony too and you know so that's that's always lends something a little bit special Mm. Yes, I love Greek traditions. Like my favorite is obviously Easter, um, and we yeah, just have to me do too. everything. I mean, I, yeah, I'm <laughs> not religious at all, but I love the drama. And yeah, the yeah, of the of the the, the Friday yeah. night, the Good Friday procession, yeah. and it's just incredible, yes, isn't it? I mean, yes. you really feel like you're at a funeral. It's it's just quite overwhelming. And then, of course, the midnight, it's like when uh, yes. the Christ awakens, it's like this whole celebration, like, yeah, it, it gets very me emotional, every time, it? like, <laughs> I just literally an explosion, <laughs> isn't it, of, of firecrackers. Yeah, I always say to people, if they can come for Easter, they need to come, like, it's it almost really. better I mean, than it's New be- Year. It's better than Christmas, isn't it? I mean, but they need to come for like that whole week. Yeah. I'd say, like from you know, so they so they get the whole the yeah. whole stuff leading yeah. up to it. Yeah, incredible. Do you have a favorite season while we're at it? Like, uh, is maybe summer your favorite or winter or something? I know Rhodes is a smaller island. I mean, not smaller, bigger island, but. Uh, how is it in winter? Mm, so in Rhodes, really, get, we're uh, quite far south, so or kind of southeast, really. So I feel that we only really have two seasons here, and that is kind of yeah, it's like summer really? and 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 winter. That's it. You know, there's there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing really in between. Really? So it's winter. We only really have a couple of months where it's can be a little bit rainy or it can be a little bit cold. I have quite a lot of damp here, but I think that's mm. kind of an island thing, isn't it? Anyway, that you're on an island, it's like mm-hmm. that. I mean, our mm-hmm. summers are scorching, like down in Lindos, down along the, the southeast coast, yeah. can get up to like 45. Yeah. It's been known to get to 50. Um, yeah, so it's insanely hot. Oh, wow. um, and the winter's pretty mild, pretty mild. Yeah. That's nice. Um, so which one is your favourite? Oh, I don't know. I love the summer. I love the heat. I love to be down on the beach. and uh, But I also love the winter because, you know, the island is very much quieter and it's very, very green. And yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, mm. it's, it's, yeah. So yeah. it's really it's hard. Too, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. 
I don't like October. I don't like the month of October very much. Yeah, because for me, like the doors are getting, the days are getting really much shorter. And, you know, you kind of think, oh, you know, yeah. it's kind of those couple of colder months of winter months are coming. And, yeah, that it's kind of, yeah, so it's kind of, yeah, it's just a change. Hours of sun and, yeah, so, yeah, so if I didn't, I'd say I didn't like one, it will probably be October. But the rest of the months, yeah, perfect for me. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. So is there some advice that you would give to the brides and to the couples that, that want to get married in Greece? Like about their wedding um, or something? Do your research. Choose a place um, that suits mm-hmm. you and, and take into all the things. You know, are you coming, are you eloping? Are you just coming in as a couple? Are you having a really, really small intimate wedding with just a few kind of friends and family? Or are you having a lot of people coming? <laughs> so if you're having a lot of people coming, you've really got to consider that where you're getting married needs to be accessible from, you know, where the majority of your guests are coming from. Yeah. Um, and choose a place that you like you know you, you don't have to have grown up there or spent your summers there or or what have you but but you know mm-hmm. you have to like many things about the place where you're getting married and that includes you know your, your ceremony venue spot where you're going to have the ceremony where you're going to have your food afters where mm-hmm. you're going to stay because you're not just going to be coming in for your ceremony and leaving you're going to be spending a few days there as well to make sure that you know mm-hmm. all of that all kind of gels as well and choose somewhere you know if you haven't been to this place before you've just seen photos and you think it looks kind of nice that's great but Mm -hmm. you know get get a wedding planner get somebody who can give you on the ground information who knows the area inside out Mm -hmm. you know and can and can answer all of your questions and manage your expectations you know and there's the crux of the matter isn't it because you might say oh I want to get married on this tiny little island but I want all these massive things and all those massive things might not be available to, to you on that island so yeah and yeah absolutely yeah that's uh, something to think about like not the many things on smaller islands so uh, you can't get everything that you yeah. might wish and, for and just the wedding, to really you know? um like prioritize so when you're booking your <clears throat> wedding and you, you know we all have a budget let's let's look at the elements that are really important to us so what do you want from your day do you just want amazing photographs of you in a stunning location so okay spend your money on the photographer spend the money on your wedding dress spend the money on your venue or do you want to you know have an amazing culinary experience so okay spend your money there on on your (laughs) caterers do you want you know something do you want your ceremony to have a big importance on your day do you want people to remember the words yeah. of the ceremony the way that they felt during your ceremony you know so that spend yeah. your money on your wedding celebrant yeah. you know so yeah you've got to prioritize and you've got to kind of say i was talking to a couple recently Absolutely. in my yeah in my couple's interview that's a great advice. and they decided quite early on that they they'd been following this particular um, wedding photographer and he was really expensive and he was out of their budget but they were so so in love with mm. his photographs and the style of his photography <laughs> one of them went and got a second job so that you know they could yeah so that they could have him because oh yeah, they, it, was, it was a priority for them and they really loved it and they really wanted it so they were really prepared to commit to it 
and, oh, to, wow. and to spend that money there. So, yeah. you know, spend yeah. the money Absolutely. on the things that will remain with you. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, as you said, like photos and videos and the moments that you share together are the important things. Uh, like people always uh, exactly. will remember how you make yeah, them exactly. feel. So I guess that's, yeah, like maybe have exactly. a one favor less or something, you know, like yeah. these gifts that usually get thrown yeah. away, honestly. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, okay, they are meaningful part of each ceremony. Like you want to treat your guests nicely and all these things. But yeah, as you they, said, I mean, they won't know, remember that. People won't remember what favors uh, they had, yeah. or you know, the 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 wedding cards yeah. that you had with the, with the <clears throat> menu printed out and all that kind of stuff. You know, there are there are places where if you have yeah. a tighter budget, then you can save money. Another really interesting thing was a piece of advice that yeah. um, one of my past couples gave me the other day, and. You know how like now it's really important, it's really popular to have like an unplugged ceremony and to ask people not to take photographs as you're walking oh, yeah. down the aisle and yeah. No cell phones. She yeah. said to me, um, yeah. I really, really regret asking people not to photograph me or vi or to video me as I walked down really? the aisle. Because she, she had an amazing <laughs> photographer there that, that got amazing photos for her but didn't have a videographer and um yeah so we'd ask people oh, right before the ceremony yeah. not to have their phones out and not to you know and she said so there's there's yeah. no video of me like what she says and I know oh, it's an amazing no. moment because you know there was so much emotion and everything so she says yeah, yeah. I regret that so that's something to think about yeah. you know Re maybe ask you know for half unplugged like filming exactly. stuff yeah, but be exactly. mindful of the photographer exactly <laughs> <Jump in front. laughs> yeah something to think about um and yeah i never thought of it uh, uh this way we always look um like professionals obviously have a sure. lot of problems yeah. with uh, the cell phone uh but, but uh okay some i mean i've had one wedding uh with uh, americans uh -huh. and it was all about cell phones like they were <laughs> live streaming 24 7 there was absolutely no no moment where they wouldn't is, live stream which, any which, moment yeah exactly which is fantastic <laughs> that's, it's great, okay, that's what know? the couple wants yeah. isn't it exactly and this is who they were and you know they have professional pictures with uh um, with their cell phones in hand and doing selfies and you know yeah, group shots really and, and, and the fine. thing is, is that <laughs> like, this you is, have choice this... couples have to know that they have choices don't they and it, but it's up to them yeah exactly they don't choices to... yeah mm. not just, just follow the crowd exactly. and just do it because somebody told them to do it that way absolutely and even now is more than ever like we have so much power to do uh, i was just listening to some uh, podcasts the other day and uh, it's true you know many couples pay yes. their own weddings yep. uh, now nowadays uh -huh. before it was like a little bit what the mother wants or like what the what the parents want because they are paying for the wedding and but Definitely. no this is your moment this is your wedding and i say of even course. if they pay for it it's yeah. still your moment <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah uh, so absolutely uh, listen to yourself and what you prefer um, perfect um, is there a question that almost every client asks uh, before they are coming um, to Greece like what 
pack or I don't know or oh, how is no, the weather I there? I think <laughs> I've kind of researched that already and they're the kind of questions I think that the, the wedding planners have to deal with. I mean, some, I'd say like yeah. the time of day, really. And it's maybe not even a question that people ask me, uh-huh. but if people say to me, oh, we're going to have the ceremony at three o'clock and it's August, I'll be like, no, yeah. don't yeah. do not do it, yeah. you know, three o'clock in August and they're going to have it somewhere where there's yeah. no shade or no oh, cover. Yeah. I'm like, no, you know, your guests are just going to melt. Oh, they yes. are not. Yeah, the Can guests are not going to thank you for that. And then, and then they want to have it and they've all got like full kind of morning yeah. suits, you know, with the, the shirt and the waistcoat and the jacket and the trousers and the shoe, you know. It's like, oh, no. So, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, so no, it's not really something that people ask me, but something that I'll tell them if they, if they tell me kind of about the time. Yeah, some people say, <laughs> well, what, what does it get like in the evening? Or, you know, is, is like six o'clock too late to do the ceremony? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. No way. It's a perf- perfect yeah. time of day. Yeah. This is something that the destination couples have to think about when coming to Greece. Um, I have some uh, examples before, from before too, where, uh, for instance, in uh, in England, exactly. the ceremonies are usually least, done yeah, in the morning, yeah. like it's 12 o'clock. Yeah. And they wanted to have the ceremony in, as you said, in August, July, mm-hmm. uh, in in the scorching sun uh, in the morning. And it's absolutely, you know, awful because the bride is wearing yeah. usually a nice, heavy wedding dress. The groom has the suit and all of the people, you know, are dressed up and it's just too too hot um, yeah so, exactly yeah, please and, elaborate know, why, why do that why give yourself heat stroke why give you guests heat stroke you know and you know it's not nice yeah. not comfortable no one wants to turn up to a wedding a sweaty mess do they you know least of all the bride so yeah yeah definitely um, definitely consider your time yeah. of day in Greece, uh, yes. many weddings happen even at night, like the Greek weddings in the summer, they happen at eight o'clock at night or <laughs> later. I've been to some of the Greek weddings and it was like after five, definitely. And uh, then, you know, you, you have your ceremony in church uh, around eight or something like that. And then party all night. <laughs> so that was amazing. So, Elizabeth, tell us uh, what we're currently working on or maybe uh, three things that uh, couples should know about you before they hire you or before they get uh, in contact with you. Um, What I'm working on at the moment, uh, I am currently working a lot more to promote elopements Mm. um, because obviously now with the current situation, ideally just having the couple me and the photographer is is a, yeah. is a pretty pretty good scenario that's providing of course that the couple can actually travel to yeah. get to their destination so um yeah so I'm and I I kind of discovered a love of elopements when I did mm-hmm. a couple last year and um, I just love the fact that with an elopement there's the focus is 100, 1,000% on the couple. You know, yeah. the, the couple are only getting everything that they want. There's no outside pressure to kind of, oh, let's include that little reading or for, you yeah. know, from, for my grandmother or, you know, let, let's do that because that's kind of how my mom and dad would like to, you know, there's none of that. It's 100% yeah. the focus of the couple and, and what the couple want. So, yeah, I'm definitely about promoting um, elopements at the moment. 
Um, three things that people should know about me. Gosh, um, personally or work-related? <laughs> well, whichever you are happy to share. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm very nosy, as we've established. Uh-huh. I, I like to ask a lot of questions. And um, yeah, sometimes I, I may ask kind of random questions which might not have any meanings the couple but is is kind of a, a tangent mm. that my mind might have gone off onto when I've uh-huh. been reading their questionnaire so yeah so be, be prepared to um to answer lots and lots yeah. of questions um me personally uh I don't know things you might be surprised about I love a power tool I love like uh, oh, yeah, yeah I, my favorite <laughs> Christmas present ever was a cement mixer so oh I, wow! Amazing. Yeah, I, I love to be able to do like big projects by myself. Yeah, I hate having to, to oh ask God, for help. Yeah, yeah, so, we're like in this scenario. <laughs> exactly. So you know, if I want to make um, uh, you know, a, a a small wall around something, I just want to be able to go yeah. and do it. I'd, so exactly. I, so yeah. I love the fact that power tools, you know, help us out in our in our lives yeah. like that. When we might not Amazing. particularly have the physical strength that men have, but you know yeah. these tools kind of enable us to do it. Yeah. So, Absolutely. so yeah, you won't find massive like closets of clothes and shoes in my house, but you'll find a big shed full of um, oh, full of power tools. <laughs> I have both. <laughs> do, so okay. Yeah, and, and I, you know what they need to know about work with me. I love. I I just love being anywhere that's different or or challenging as well I do love a challenge Mm -hmm. one of my favorite ceremonies I ever wrote was written within kind of 48 hours of the ceremony because of a disaster and they've been let down at the last minute by by various things yeah so it's not it's not ideal conditions to work all the time but I do love that kind of you know pressure of of that kind yeah. of situation and the, the amazing stuff that can come out of it you know you think oh it's not enough time but sometimes when you have to that pressure yeah. is just all that's needed to to produce something amazing yeah absolutely and uh yeah that's so nice that you know you go a step further to finish the job and to uh get the project going yeah absolutely and, and to the it's the absolute best of my ability and and you know to produce a result that the couple are as are, are as happy with as if we'd been kind of planning it for months in advance I mean yes yeah, not ideal like I say it provides immense amounts of intense concentration but you know yeah you pull it off <laughs> once in a while oh my god amazing so for the last question is there anything else you want to add for the couples or for getting married in Greece or something yeah know your options you know know what's available to you so if for example you know you you're not particularly religious or as a couple you don't even come from the same religion know that there's something out there for you that you know your ceremony can combine those elements you know and, and if your ceremony and the words of your ceremony are important to you then look further than having yeah. a simple civil ceremony because very very impersonal and you know you if you're having a destination wedding your guests have traveled a long way so yeah. and what they've traveled for is to see you exchange your Absolutely. intents and promises for your life together so give them you know give them that yeah. ceremony to enjoy and to laugh and to cry and to go on that journey with you of, of your relationship Absolutely. you know and the events that took you up to that day and that is why you know that is why we all do the ceremony the procession you know to 
exchange the love for each other and why not have it memorable and the most important part and another thing another thing i think is really important is as a couple face your guests or at least be sideways onto your guests let them see you you know let them see your faces mm -hmm. let them see the emotion that comes over you know the happiness the love the joy oh, yeah. the tears let them see that because that, that's something really special Oh yeah, usually there are many back. <laughs> yeah, why? Why? I mean, that's just so horrible. So horrible. <laughs> that's a very nice uh, idea, also, because you know not many people are aware of this, but you see pictures. That's how they do. So yeah, so do that's what we say. And and don't also think as well that you know you have to have your guests seated in that particular way, oh, yeah. kind of two two blocks with the, with the aisle up the middle. You know, I yeah. I did a ceremony once where we all stood in a circle, and, and that that oh, was just beautiful. yeah, obviously it works for a smaller smaller more intimate wedding, but that was just so beautiful. Just have this yeah. unbroken circle of of the couple and their family and their guests, and you know it was it was really lovely. So seek, seek alternative ways. You don't have to go really way out and and do it if it doesn't mean anything to mm -hmm. you. But you know that. Do, do what resonates with you. Do do what kind of holds meaning for you. Yeah. Do you have um do you suggest for the guests to be seated or to be standing? Like what is more? Um most of them are seated but then that depends you see what if you're having like a beach wedding that's kind of quite an informal uh -huh. setting then it would be nicer to have your guests kind of standing. Um, you know, and then that gives them more kind of informal. But then you've got to bear in mind as well who your guests are. Um, you yeah. Because if you've got older people or people with mobility issues, then they're not going to be able to stand for the duration of your ceremony. Absolutely. So, yeah, you have to take those kind of things, bear those things in mind as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And also the uh, the length of the ceremony, also I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So, so my ceremonies are always about twenty minutes, maximum thirty minutes, uh -huh. because I don't think you can ask people to sit or stand longer than that, especially if it's yeah. you know a bit warm as well. So, yeah, it's kind of a nice length for a ceremony. Do you get a a, a lot of questions for uh, readings, like speeches? Yeah. So. Sometimes people want to include readings in their ceremony or which is I really like. It's a lovely way to involve kind of significant people that you want to be part of your ceremony in. But then sometimes people just kind of go, right, I want someone to do a reading, but they don't know what reading they want them to do. And then, oh. yeah, so they kind of panic last minute and then they pull something that sounds like it's been written in a greetings card. You know, it's not. <laughs> or, or they choose a, a reading that's kind of been done at every single wedding that, you, you know, you've ever been to. So, yeah. yes, by all means, choose a wedding reading, but choose something that, you know, holds them into you. So if you're not a particular... Um, like, you know, if you're not a person that reads loads of romantic poetry, then there's not really a good reason why you would want to have kind of one of the romantic poems in your wedding ceremony, because it doesn't represent yeah. you as a couple. It doesn't kind of gel with your with your personalities. Some of the best yeah. readings that I've ever had included have been um, letters. So, for example, one of the girl, one of the, the bride's best friends wrote her a letter which was kind of her advice uh -huh. based on their life together and she did that as a oh, reason absolutely. and it was absolutely beautiful another couple had um one of either the, the i think the bride's sister and she mixed up 
a reading from Winnie the Pooh, which is their favourite book as a child, and a the words to a Metallica song, which was like their favourite <laughs> song. And she, she mixed the two words together and it was just, oh yeah, God. it was absolutely incredible. You know, they are the readings That's so creepy. Yeah, that you want to have in your, in your wedding. Perfect. So if somebody wants to get in touch with you, where can they find you? Like um, on your website and can you spell it out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can find me. My wedding, my wedding uh, website is www.weddingcelebrantgreece.com and you can find me on Instagram, Wedding Celebrant in Greece, obviously too on Facebook. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, which I've just kind of started recently. Oh. So... Yeah, I have a couple of videos so you can kind of see me and see how I talk and see what I look like. And I'll be adding some more stuff to that um, over the next Perfect. couple of months. Yeah. That's a really good idea because not many people know what a wedding celebrant does. So it's nice to get to get the first uh, look, first idea. Yeah, of absolutely. How exactly. Yeah. yeah. And OK, I'll definitely put these things in the show notes. And uh, it was lovely chatting and with you. you. We can go hours. I, I <laughs> hope that we can, you know, like physically speak soon for coffee yeah. and stuff when things calm yeah. down a bit. Yeah, I hope so too. Uh, and I hope that uh, in the, the summer is going to help with the virus yeah, and everything. Yeah, too, and that they get vaccination up yeah. and running and to, next year we can get back to kind of normal, whatever the new normal is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh, okay so thank you very much for joining us for doing this interview it was lovely and it, all your ideas were absolutely uh, very uh, informational and very good to hear the new perspective the different perspective for the couples to think uh, about their wedding mm, thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to share them Absolutely. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> and to help all the couples that don't know what's, hap what's going to happen in Greece to get like a little bit of a feel, yeah. you know, what, what they can expect. Because, uh, so, as you said, some of them haven't been uh, to certain locations before. Yeah. And, um, and you don't know that, uh, for instance, summers are super hot during exactly. the day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. Lovely. That's thank you, Sanya. It was really <laughs> lovely talking to you. Thank you for the opportunity. We are excited to invite you to Alchemia, our first curated portfolio building workshop for destination wedding photographers and cinematographers. Curated by Kiss from Fleur, you will be able to capture real emotional story of romance, high-end fashion and bespoke Greece. Let's connect on this ultimate portfolio building retreat with like-minded creatives and discover the secret luxuries of Peloponnese together. You will be able to revive and enhance your brand with your new conceptualized editorials. It's time to write your new story. So join us at Alchemia, the journey of changing one's heart, mind or way of life. This October 14th to 16th at the Dexamenes Seaside Hotel in Greece. Find out more at bit.ly slash alchemia or contact Anna at kissfromfleur.de.
for listening to Elwed's Talks. I hope you found this show helpful and inspirational. You can subscribe and listen to Elwed's Talks on some of your favorite platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor and many more. Head over to elwed.com podcast to find out more. If you found this episode helpful, feel free to leave a review or a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your chosen platform. If you are planning your wedding in Greece, make sure to download our Elwed magazine filled with resources and inspirational advice at elwed.com magazine. Or follow us on our socials for instant inspiration at elwedmag. On the other hand, if you just want to share your thoughts about this episode, ask a question or want to be on our next show, you can leave us a voice message on Anchor or head over to elwe.com slash podcast to get in touch. This podcast was brought to you by Elwed.